Got to be uh, present and accountable. Hello, this is Drew Stories, episode 68. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks so much for joining me and my friend here. I am your host, Drew Brooks, and with me as most of the time is Adolfo Monroy, a.k.a. Monkey C. Monkey Do, a.k.a. What Are You Gonna Do? A.k.a. Grandma's Best Friend. A.k.a. A fucking solar savior. So, yeah. Solar yeah. So, solar soldier. Sorry. Excuse me. Anyway, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, this one's coming out late. Let's just face it. Let's just. Uh, I got. We just got to own up to the truth. But I think it needs <sighs> to come out late. You know. It did. It was. Yeah. It was. It was more of a stew yeah. than a quick flash in the pan. You know how they're like premature babies, the preemies, mm. but we were ladies. Oh man. You know. Such a powerful subject these days. So let's talk really quickly um, about your life, if you want to catch up. I'm doing moderately okay. Slightly better than the last time you saw me, actually, on one of these here fucking episodes, man. So, yeah, um, I was feeling kind of... I was, I was pretty roughed up there for a minute. wasn't getting a lot of sleep. Okay, yeah, you weren't. wasn't exercising, bro. Yeah. So key. I know it's like a broken record, and I'm sorry you all have to hear it again, but boy, once you start getting back on the horse, you'd be surprised. You know what I mean? Break yeah. a sweat, and things might peel off a little bit, just a little bit, little bit less stressful. Yeah. Anyway, so you... um, What is this? It's probably going to be let's like Wednesday, just, Thursday. Let's just say that, you know, you, at your other job that you were doing, your your, your thing before, you yeah. were getting overworked and underpaid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you're a woman, and that's what happens when you're a woman. You get under. <laughs> just kidding. It's I true, man. Notoriously right. true. Clever. Did you highlight your hair again? Did you do your hair again? No, man. It just seems to be getting lighter. Mm, I think it's because you got the beanie on. It right. That's like hiding just, the dark part. Stay, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Now it's all popping out like I, I actually am a blonde person, which you, is not true. You got black. Black. I've been wrist. lying to all of you. Okay. And this is not my original hair, hair color. Did you know that? No, I mean, I could. I mean, your roots I mean, look blacker than... Just takes a quick tape. Googling. Um, anyway, guys. Uh, big shout out to the internet. I was watching that documentary. I know I'm going to... I'm telling you, man. I'm going to be a bit of a handful today. Uh-oh. Sorry. Uh-oh. Got a little bit of indigestion. Uh, been up a long time. He's got IBS, everybody. <laughs> <coughs> Probably just stack it on top of the other shit I got. But um, nevertheless, uh, wow. The, I was watching that Netflix doc, The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Do you know anything about that? I heard about that guy years ago. See, the th- okay, this is what I want to establish. Would you think that knowing me, especially my background and what I tend to be aware of, mm. Would you think I would probably be aware of that website? Um, I, I I could see that you wouldn't know the rumors at the very least about that website. I or... didn't know a single thing about it, and yeah. I kind of knew like vaguely some people in the hardcore scene, or whatever you want to call whatever Whoa. those guys were. Hardcore scene. No, you know the that scene that like screamo bullshit. No, oh. the like music scene. Okay. That it, this kind of cir- or, um, it circles around a, a a kind of scene of these people, but. Okay. I just didn't know about this guy. I didn't know that he was like ruining lives by hacking their fucking Gmail accounts. I had no, I must have been completely like ostrich head in the fucking sand. I have no idea. So wait, did you say the the name of the documentary? The Most Hated Man on the Internet? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. its website is areyouup.com. Is that what it's called? Areyouup.com? It's no longer areyouup.com because 
you know, the FBI helped take it down. Yeah. And it was part, it really made me fascinated about, because there's been a lot of throwbacks about 90s and the deadliest decade. And it's like, I just forgot how fucking, like, especially Woodstock, this documentary, um, the 90s, the dead, the, the, deadliest decade which i forget which of the hulu maybe uh it it did i guess living in it i didn't really see all the horrible shit but it definitely was an era of um of some badass shit going down but also just bad culture like fucking like it was cool to be kind of shitty and perverted, wasn't it? Well, like with Terry Richardson and all these people, and then like the American Apparel guy and all this shit. It did. Whoa! What about the American Apparel guy? What do you mean? What was he doing? Well, he was he was basically photographing underage kids and stuff like. You know what I mean? Like oh, all these like barely shit. legal people that he was finding off the street. You knew he was running around a limo, right? Oh my god! Picking people no, up. No, I. Eastlos, you didn't know anything about what this. What the fuck? Yeah, he got the company taken away from him because of all the problems and allegations. I remember Whoops. hearing some crazy shit about how, like, yeah, he was under scrutiny over like oh, actions yeah. he was doing in his in his old personal life. But I had oh, no yeah. idea this guy was picking up minors or close to minors. Whatever and, he saw on the and, street, yeah. Or what the fuck? That's crazy. Like, and oftentimes it was just like, you know, it's it was a solicitation to become a, a fucking pseudo model overnight kind of person. Yeah, and when these Young girls probably saw themselves on billboards that excited them. Of course. Uh, it's very flattering. But it was like that. I, I mean, it was bubbling in, in Los Angeles for a minute there. But there was a lot of that culture where it was like, it's not just like a bad people. It was like, it was kind of pervasive, right? It was like, or am I using that word correctly? I don't know. I'm a dummy. But um, it did. It, it does seem like we're looking back on its mistakes now. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, you know, I think it's interesting because I always thought that the American Apparel guy, anyways, kind of got away with making, romanticizing a a sewing factory because that's what it is, right? Just a big sewing factory with people allegedly getting paid fair wages, right? Well, I think the big thing at the time that was nobody was doing a fitted uh, shirt, quality T-shirt. Nobody. Those shirts are really good. They're no, really but, good. But, but, but you have to understand that at the time, the market had nothing in there. There was only Hanes t-shirts. I was going to say Hanes and Fruit of the Looms. And like graphic tees that you bought at like fucking, Street I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was like, you didn't really have the class. Now we have a million classic fitted tees, man. And so, I mean, that was the bread and butter. But also, I used to go down there all the time because they had sample sales and I used to steal. Oh, really? Yeah, I used to steal the shit. Oh, shit. So I used to go up there and get a bunch of shit and like... Even resell it. I was scandalous. Okay. You know, make a little bit of cheddar on the side, bootleg style. You yeah, know sounds, what I mean? Sounds Pow. like you're the, the the son of the lady from the Nike. Oh, yeah, right. VIP. No, this was me just being like a fucking, let me get some crumbs. Yeah. Uh, and, and make it stretching my dollar. You know, I even had a wholesale account with him. I remember him wandering around that warehouse. People can no make bullshit. things off of that, can't they? Like reselling like clothes or used clothes and samples and all that shit. Maybe not samples, I don't know, but like thrift shop, thrift shop come ups and shit like that. Oh, yeah. It, there was a... And that was the 90s in a nutshell, man. Thrifting was a big part of it because this shit wasn't available. Anyway, it was just kind of a, an interesting insight. This wasn't the 90s, by the way. This was like post-90s. Are you a thrift shop guy? Do you go to thrift I was shops? a big thrift store guy, okay. in, especially in high school. Okay, but not, not nowadays. You're not a thrift shop guy nowadays. No, it's been... Yeah, by enough. the time we get to it in LA, it's been combed over by <laughs> 400 hipsters. There's no point in going. I know, yeah. No disrespect, right. but like... 
people are way more on top of that shit than than you think and yeah. it's like it's like furniture people think they can just get a come up furniture wise because you see it on the side of the street we know this and then you'll go up to that fucking little chair and be like wait a minute nine hundred dollars like you'd be like what are you talking about that's why there's like i don't know if there's quote unquote deals to be found Mm -hmm. maybe estate sales flea markets things where there might be people just looking to blow out some shit get rid of it right we don't want to see it here we need it gone kind of junk removal but as far as real thrifting, like the scores and come ups, I just don't see them, or at least I'm not doing it nearly enough. Also, my allergies are a problem. Thrift stores and allergies are a, a big they collide. There's a lot of dust in them. Every, there's everything from old, you know, oh. fucking skin flakes to fucking everything. Sorry, they don't wash. So as a person that has a problematic condition of of, uh, I have Eczema? a little bit of no, just sensitive skin <laughs> and like I'm just a very um, I'm not necessarily Howie Mandel. If, if Howie Mandel is like a 10 out of 10. He's a clean guy. He's a really clean guy. Howie Mandel, you know He's Howie germaphobe. Mandel. Yeah, but you're not going to get COVID from Howie. Anyway, if Howie Mandel, is a, Howie Mandel is a 10 out of 10 when it comes to fucking being like OCD, right? Mm-hmm. De- I would say I would consider my like a 6 or a 7. All right. That's okay. fair. That's fair. I've always, I don't know how much I've ever talked about that, but that's absolutely true. I have like a little bit of an issue there. Yeah. I have to lock things a few times in a row in order for me to let it go. Oh, that is OCD right there. I remember mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I, I felt like I never got this diagnosed, but I really, I know I had OCD for a hot wow, second when really? I was like the ages of like seven through maybe 10 yeah. or like eight through 11, because I remember, dude, I swear to you, I'd be leaving my apartment with my mom at such a young God, age. It's unusually crispy. It's so crispy, isn't unusually it? Unusually crispy because, beer. Because I got these at the fucking CVS, bro. We got to stop. Is going there to something the, about that? I think so. And I the also, bodega. You don't like the bodega no more. I'm over these bodega prices, bro. They are gouging us, aren't they? I got, I got these like, guys. You got to know that. I don't know where you're at or where you live or what do you do or where you're what, what you're spending your money on. But if it's fucking booze, a bodega just takes it out of you. Yeah, I mean they'll be fine. You got you know. But they have a hard you know they're to turn a buck. Those those places are no joke. Can I tell you though? I did a dumb thing. I got that twenty dollars scratcher. Oh, I'm just living like a complete degenerate lately. Like I'm getting a twenty dollars scratch. One thing, twenty dollars scratcher. Ask me if I won. Thirty seven chances to win. <laughs> did you win? No. <laughs> Ask me if I got the bonus. Fifty bucks. Did you get close to the bonus? Fuck no. Oh Fifty one. I literally like can't. That's just I gotta stop. The universe is telling me that's not what I need to be spending my hard-earned income on. You Dude, know I, I mean? picked up this beer for cheaper than you got that scratch. <laughs> these, really? these are on sale for 17 bucks. That is the saddest thing I've heard, man. Yeah, well, I, just, I guess I, I look at it this way, brother. You got to look at it positive. I'm pouring it back into the economy, and obviously <laughs> the economy needs it right now. I'm sure the California lotto system needs your 20 bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm sure that goes into the infrastructure and the asphalt paving of fucking Los Angeles County. Hey, how about the super lotto do this? Instead of fucking making one person win that thing why don't you just clear the fucking shell the bank and just give it to you heard it was almost at nearly a billion dollars and it hit right guess what the guy he almost won or it was almost a billion dollars right it's life-changing after taxes what do you think he got i would i would hope at least half a billion 400 400 million 400 million yeah okay great yeah, so that's but it's just amazing that you got taxed that's a substantial amount. Well, when you think about it like that, that's about like that's about what two thirds almost right there. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, be well, present, Drew. I know, yeah. God, I just gave you a hard time. Um, nevertheless, 
that was kind of that's been my week watching a lot of docs in between gigs had a lot of free time on my hands free time is dangerous what do i do with it nothing good yeah uh but i do feel like a lot of people are in my boat (laughs) a lot of people between gigs bro yeah speaking of gigs Let's just get right down and talk about it. You have been through quite a few gigs this year. Yeah, man. I think this is this by is, far. I feel I, like you could make a movie like Clerks Reboot from how many goddamn shit jobs you've had. Dude, I've had more jobs, and we're in August right now, <laughs> in this year than I've had combined my whole life before that, in my 10 years of like working. Yeah. In my Yeah, being 28, dude, it's crazy. Um, Being 28 is crazy. No, it's not that crazy. Up to up to oh. my 10 years of life, you know. Before oh. that, I only had maybe like three, four jobs in my life. I've had like five, six jobs in this in a year, year. This year, up, and this isn't even the end of. And the what year. I'm beginning to be amazed with is, but at 28, I didn't really have a sense of like I did. I still, obviously, I am struggling to have a sense of anything to do in life. Sense of what? I'm just a Urgency? bohemian asshole now. No. But <laughs> but I, well, I didn't really know like. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't know my path or anything about it. But I, what I will say is that I, I wasn't experimenting quite as well as you're doing it. You're just saying fuck this. I'm done with that. Did you just quit your job today? I got nothing left to lose. <laughs> That's a puddle of mud song for you right there. Oh, good. Um, we need to remember that. <laughs> Actually, so I still haven't quit. Uh, oh, you haven't. So you're I, holding on to your other gig. I, I want to go up to them. Um, this weekend uh, you have no shame in your game by the way plugging your yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah, if you're yeah, listening yeah. or watching but he's obviously doing a shitty plug yeah we'll get to that for a shitty right, plug right, but right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quit yet um, still bartending at this one spot in okay. Wee Hoo uh, in Wee Hoo Wee Hoo yeah it is definitely Wee Hoo over Wee-hoo. there um, and I don't know man like I, sh- I said I was going to quit and funny enough I even told a couple employees uh, the day before, I was going to quit, and the next day I called out, as you know, because I decided to play hooky and, yeah. and hang out with this idiot over here, and we got we got shit-faced and watched uh, fights from the night before. We did. It was um, very fun. It was cool. It was cool. Um, cool. It was fun. It was great. It was a great time. Uh, but at the Played same, some video games? Yeah. Yeah, definitely broke been some game, levels. Been gaming a lot. Been gaming a lot. <laughs> been gaming a lot, guys. Yeah. Been gaming a lot uh, that old Sega. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, I was going to quit, didn't quit, but I feel like one of the employees that I told that I was going to quit, uh, mm-hmm. may have told the owners that I was going to quit and Ooh. just, and, I, and then now they're going to play damage control kind of thing. And then I called out instead cause I said I was sick. Right. I remember. Cause, cause I, cause I had food poisoning guys. I did. I swear to God. Aww. And then I came over here though. Yeah. Um, suddenly you recovered. I did recover. Right before a 12 pack. Right before. Before. <laughs> <laughs> that thing slipped into my hands, dude. What was I going to do? <laughs> you are a piece of shit. Um, okay, well, good. I, here's the deal. I didn't... What I admire about it is this. You go, I'm done with this most of the time. I'm done with this. I can do that. It takes me a long time to... Especially when I was back in the day when I was in like... When I was first doing this job, you know? Uh, whatever it was. Yeah. I would uh, often get fired. I think we've talked about this briefly on other episodes, but... They, you, they used to get fired a lot? Oh, I don't really baby. remember that. Um, I don't recall that. There was a period of like post dropout college where I was kind of just rolling. I would roll into a job. Give me an age range here. 23, 22, 23, okay, okay. something like that. Early 20s. 
Yeah, but I was getting like pretty cool opportunities, <laughs> and uh, and I remember, um, yeah, I remember working at this place. Uh, this it was like an Argentinian place that made their own bread. It was very good. Love Argentinian food. Yeah, they made a bread with chili spice in it, Ooh. so it was already hot. It was weird. I've never seen it before or since wow. where the bread was spicy. Wow. Yeah, it was incredible. Interesting. It had a chipotle butter and the bread was spicy. It was very interesting. And it made for one hell of a sandwich. Make Ooh. you fucking cry how good that sandwich was. Imagine a Cuban sandwich on that bread. All I remember about it was this. I was so broke that they would throw those the rest of the homemade bread into a big, big bag at the end of the night and toss it in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. As most places do. And your boy. Yeah. Hey man, no shit. I take in that like game, two man. or three loaves home, man. I know, and it wasn't stale, bro. It was just the it was just the throwaway from the day's yield, so to speak. I don't know. At least that's the way I justified it. But I I remember eating so much bread that I had like an extra ten lbs on me from that job. That's wild, dude. Yeah, it just packed it on. It was like that, and I was eating a ton of pasta because it's so cheap. Uh, yeah, pasta is cheap. Pasta you could cook for like 5 bucks. That's why you can be vegan all the time. Dude. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, so easy to be vegan without that. Back then I was in- unintentionally vegan, but <laughs> Yeah, bro, poor people, yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to poor people being vegan cuz poor people should be vegan. I was just watching a TikTok and the guy trying to explain how not or McDonald's is not that bad. It was very what? nutritionalist. Yeah, it was very interesting. He was breaking it down just because of all the the processing is the problematic portion of McDonald's, but not the actual food itself. So it's definitely high in cl- calories and, and, and cholesterol, but make no mistake, the quality has to be at a certain standard or they would get in trouble and it's not worth the lawsuits. And I thought it was an interesting argument. You don't think McDonald's has the money to, for lobbyists to pay off all these fucking uh, people? I don't know. Like the USDA and everything? It just made an interesting argument for fast food is not necessarily the devil. It's the abuse of it that's devilish. For sure, because, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It's like the fast food's always been there. It's always been like the dime store hamburger bullshit. Yeah. And it's like... You know, cafes and all that shit growing up. I just think it's interesting. The diner is kind of dead. Diners are done. Diners are dead, huh? Yeah, I had, uh, the the old girlfriend used to have, yeah, her her dad used to have a diner. And yeah, she would just say like, dude, that diners aren't looking Diners hot. are dead. And that was in like middle, of, that was like real America, you know, Pennsylvania. Did you see they redid, they revamped the fucking Denny's up the road here? Really? Sunset? Oh, yeah. no way. They put a nice coat of paint on that shithole. That Denny's is nothing but trouble. It's it's nothing but trouble. It's basically if you want to if you want to get a world star video, that's the Denny's to go to. I could never imagine working there, dude. Imagine I, these I, poor waitresses. I give a shout there. out to that entire staff oh. from the dishwasher on up to the front of the house. Dude. God bless those human beings because that's just a lousy occupation. It's a gnarly. Remember during the pando when they had their whole shit out in the parking lot? I didn't go that far during the pando. Your boy walked around. I had to walk because otherwise I was going crazy. I was going crazy in you my house. Cabin fever, crazy. Dude, I was going crazy. <laughs> I was cracking. I was cracking off a of marg at like noon. Yeah, margarita's not bad though. That early, mm. as long as it ain't a straight shot. Yeah, I guess you're right. Thanks for justifying. Yeah, it. appreciate that. You know, it just seemed. I don't think I've ever done that. Maybe on vacation. Oh. But vacation is de- deadly. I got a flight coming up. Oh, you do? There you do. Going to VA. Home of Pharrell Williams. Shut the fuck up. Dead ass. He's from Virginia? Yeah. How do you not know that? Pusha T's from Virginia. I'm not a big Pusha T or Pharrell kind of guy, you know? I know you're a backpacker, but I did like... Uh, <laughs> uh, the. Uh, yeah, they like had the a really sweet rapper. run, and I love that nerd record with lap dance on it. I think it's great. 
Um, Into the Sun, that's a great one too. Anyway, um, enough about nerd. I wanted to briefly touch upon something before we get into your whole thing, because I know you have a story to tell me, right? Oh, it's a brief one, but yeah. Good. I just wanted to get your quick take on the Kanye West post that was quickly deleted. <gasps> what? What Kanye West post? As we both know, and maybe this is a little goss, maybe the, this isn't the podcast to drop tea, right? But as we know, oh, uh, his ex and a comedian dude. Yeah, they, they broke up. Yep, right. Yep. So that became big news, right? Shout out to fucking Big Dick Johnny over there. Shout out Pete Davidson. Awesome dude. Nice. Yeah. Cool lifestyle. Getting fucking hot. The hottest girls Listen, in the entertainment world. Bro, no hatred over here. No, I think it's tremendous. He's doing it for all his ugly dudes. Honestly, I think he really is changing Not it for, for you, people. That, good looking, but right. But like for Beetlejuice over there, like give it up, like. Yeah, give it up for your Give boy. it up. Give it up for Beetlejuice over here and no. over there. All the Beetlejuice is Beetlejuice. Pete Davidson is the best looking Beetlejuice on the planet. He's anyway. The probably biggest dick, probably for sure. He's, he's dropping a Beetlejuice style, style dick. Yeah. He's anyway, uh, he, Kanye West posts the craziest ass posts. He has a copy of the New York Times. Oh, no. And on the New York Times, the headline is Skeet Davidson dead at 28. Which is essentially means that after you dated my ex, you're meaningless. What I guess I what I guess what I want to get your take on is so you, Skeet Davidson dead at 28. Uh huh. Okay. On on a it's a fake obvious graphic mock up. Okay. It's not real. Okay, that's what that's what my question. It's was just like, his funny that... take on. Obviously, he heard the news and he was like, "Ah, oh, I have the funny take on it." Here's the re- headline. Headline. Read all about it. Skeet Davidson dead at 28. And I'm like, Do you think that's real? Like, do you think that's like almost a threat though? I think it can be construed as a mild threat, but more importantly, it's supposed to signify that what are you dead after you date your uh, his ex? Is yeah. that your, what you're implying that like your career's dead, or you're dead, or things are dying, or you know because it doesn't? And I think it's just emotional reaction because it doesn't really like. Unfortunately, like this is if you look at it from a comedian standpoint. Yeah. That's such fuel for the fire. Like but, you could, he could turn around and roast the shit out of Kanye for that. But at the same, he's time, that though, good. Yeah, I guess because I, I think, with all due respect, Kanye is a prolific, very, very talented guy who has contributed an incredible amount to yeah. the music industry and other things. That being said, not much for comedy. Hasn't been known to be a funny guy. Doesn't really come up with yuck yucks. And when he does get a laugh, it's more of a crazy laugh. Like yeah. holy shit, he's wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah. Like, the motherfucker was trying to bet on Trump, which terrifies me. But then he was like, fuck that shit. I'm going to bet on myself, and I'm going to run after Trump in sure. <laughs> 2024. Case in point, the guy doesn't have a really quality sense of humor, I think. Right. Maybe he does personally. Maybe he's one of those guys, after you get to know him, he's hilarious. But I'm I'm gonna willing to put a $20 bet down that says he doesn't make re- real funny ha-has. Yeah. That being said... Speaking of rappers who are trying to make ha-has, though, what do you think about T.I.'s attempt at comedy when he was trying to do comedy for a hot sack? It was rough. It was rough. As, as a put, but the other people have done it. Because, like, I think... I've always said this. Comedians become can become rappers, and rappers can become comedians. Really? Right? Rappers can become, like, actors and stuff. Yeah. But did you, what do you think is harder, transitioning from a Ice Cube's comic? funny as fuck. I think when he acts, he's funny. But you right. would, there's a difference between being naturally funny and being being able to be funny for a TV show or a film as opposed to writing material to perform in front of people, though. People have surprised me. Danny Brown surprised me. I think he's very funny. 
Um, but to be a comic, though, it, that's the thing, though. Is that is that's kind of what I was breaking down to you or asking your opinion of? Is that like? I don't think so. It's really tough, man. It's not. I think people think because it seems so casual that it's not hard to do, but it's incredibly hard to do. I'll say it. I think it's easier to be a wordsmith than it is to be a comic. Yes, because you have time to edit out all your mistakes and stuff like that. That too. And it's like, you know, um, I was talking to one of the guys that I started working with today and he does music and stuff. And I was telling him I do comedy. And he's like, dude, it's like, it's, it's interesting because he's like, when I go up on stage, you know, I could perform a song that, you know, may suck even. But the crowd's probably, you know, just to be polite, is going to clap at the end. You know, it's like, you know, and he's like, well, comedy, I don't see that happening. I'm like, it doesn't. Yeah. It's you know. the world's best, most honest, I think, art assessment. It's really quick. It happens in seconds because you're getting an honest reaction. Yeah. Can you, can you get, can you elicit? Sorry. That was it's all good. <laughs> can you elicit? <clears throat> of um, emotional reaction out of somebody by saying these words or putting a line of words together. Jesus, that's scary. I know, me. it's scaring you, isn't it? Um, Fizzy water. I got to tell you, from from one person to another, it just seems like a really, really dumb fight. But... I mean, the man's kind of fighting for his like marriage in a fucked up way, though. Maybe, and maybe that he can uh, repair it, but the truth is, is the like... They got four fucking kids together, bro. Four fucking kids together. Yeah, but I they're mean, tiny motherfuckers. He couldn't handle. I think. I think what it is is it all relationships are tough and they're based on sacrifice. And I don't know if either of the parties involved were sacrificing for anyone. Well, that's, that's that being said, you like sorry, La La Land. Did you see La La Land? The movie? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like in that movie, that's what happens. Wouldn't you say at the very end? You know, it's essentially oh, you saying the moral of the story kind of deal? Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, it's just sort of like how do you how do you put all the effort in to sustain a pop career or a whatever a personality career or whatever you want to call reality television? And how do you sustain that and the the machine behind it and all the work that has to go into it and what you're dedicated to do yeah. every day in day out and try to do all the things to be this awesome partner and father and all this stuff. It seems like a big pair of shoes to fill, you know? Um, They're just too successful, both of them, to, like, have a family, honestly. You know, there has to be somebody that's, like, a normal person in a relationship to carry that. You know, like, two extremes. That's what I've always believed in, like, opposites attract. Not everybody believes in that. Some people want to be boring and date people that are have. That's interesting because this, you know, this goes into that old theory that like, you know, you can't have two extremes. I don't. You got to have. Think so you don't think so? Huh? I don't think so. It's too much. So funny. I was hearing the same argument today, and everybody agreed. They were like, "It's just too much." You know, the people that can do it, God bless them. The powerhouses, the some power couples. Yeah, power couples. It. I think that's amazing. You know they must be fighting all the time, though. <laughs> or Probably. fucking other people, honestly. Well, maybe not that, but yeah, well, probably. maybe, maybe truthfully, I don't know. It's just very interesting. Um, I had a run-in years and years ago with this guy, Ed 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 Raisnick. Oh. No, his name is Ed Raisnick. No, not probably not too far away, but he was the creative director. I think was, that was his title of Victoria's Secret at the time. And I was a kid. I was like fucking high school or some shit. I just remember being very young. And we had a run and I knew he was an important guy because everybody's acting all fucking yes man around mm-hmm. him. Yeah. 
And I remember it was the first time a grown ass man that I had no, I had no relationship with, because uh, I remember meeting his partner at the time. This was before we even used the term partner, I believe. Ooh. But I remember him being like, this is my partner so-and-so, and it was a lady. Progressive. And I was like, huh? And then I remember being like, oh, cool, this is your wife. I remember making that judgment call. And he was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I remember being like confused, and then he kind of sat me down and broke Ooh. it down. Like, yeah, no, we're together, but like I, I have... You know, I have a life that, you know, I require certain things. And I was like, oh, so you just want to fuck. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I was a young kid, but I could put two and two together. Yeah. But I remember he was in that uh, Victoria's Secret documentary oh, that's shit. on Hulu. Yeah. And uh, and I remember seeing, there's footage of him from when I was younger. And I remember seeing him and being like, that's why I got vibes off of, you know what I mean? Just energy that you're like, you're a weirdo, yeah. but a powerful weirdo, like an extremely powerful weirdo. Yeah. Make or break career type weirdo. Ugh, Again, just two brief like rub shoulders, like qu- just like real quick. Yeah, wild being in that mix. Yeah, did it, where did that company start again? I think I heard it started in like Indiana or some bullshit. Ohio, like that. Columbus. Ohio, I was at yeah. Ohio State. That's yeah. why. Les Wexner and all those fucking creeps. So random for that to have started there. I would not never... really because there's it's just a corporate. It was there's a lot of corporate. Ohio's a trip, man. I'm, I'm listening to a really great podcast. I highly recommend it um, about Youngstown, Ohio, and how it was a mafia headquarters. Yeah, that's so funny, Youngstown, Ohio. That's yeah. where uh, Tony Hinchcliffe is from. It was a mafia headquarters. It got so violent that there were car bombings and shit. Like, and so it's basically the story of uh, how Youngstown, who it's like a steel refining town, I believe at one point. Ooh, and then the industry under. industry went away and it sort of dived. But it's just a really ugh, crooked city is what it's called. Damn. It's really good. It's podcast um but they play that fucking subscribe for 599 bullshit Ooh. until you get the episodes. I can't stand that shit, man. I love how they monetized podcasts immediately as soon as it became corporate. If I'm not even going to pay that for a you, Joe Rogan podcast. You fucking pieces of shit. You fucking pieces. You corporate fucking animals. Um animals it's my fucking henry rollins impression uh yeah it Another sucks vegan. shout out henry rollins is pretty cool he's a comradian though seems insane like seems in a crazy. Cool way. yeah um so let's talk about the gig well, how did it go what happened today yeah so guys i'm in a new line of work right now that's right you went from bartending to uh, selling fucking solar <laughs> energy now <laughs> He's selling sunlight over I'm here. Selling sunlight, guys, for you. You're a ray of sunshine. Uh, yeah, that's what they call me, a little ray of sunshine, especially when they <laughs> shut the fucking door in my face, dude. So I was shadowing t- uh, two cats today. Let's be clear about a couple of things. Yeah. You've had a bunch of, like, say, restaurant jobs now. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. It's safe to say. You've had your experiences. Had experiences. You've never had a direct sales experience. A door-to-door, do 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 No, never a sales Hello, sales. my name is Adolfo. Hi, nice to meet you. Right. You looking for sold? Now, how did it go? You woke um, up when, uh, dude. I didn't. I didn't have to be there till eleven today. That's chill, bro. And the our normal. It's perfect hours, for a reefer smoking asshole like yourself. I can get drunk after work. Don't tell me that. Get hungover and then recover because I don't have to be. <laughs> I don't have to be knocking doors till one p.m., dude. You piece. One p.m. All right, all right, all right. All right. But point is, um, it went all right. I got my first. I got a one lead. Hey, I got my first lead. It was cool. Um, Congrats, man. Shout out, Peter, for giving me that lead. <laughs> Good, because that's who it is. Uh, but, Shout out to Peter. Yeah, uh, and I was with two other dudes. One other dude was kind of showing me, and the other guy like how to do it because that guy was struggling a little bit. Um, that's okay. Yeah, Sometimes no, it's hard. Yeah, and it fucking is, bro. And uh, 
people will always say, no, I'm not interested in this and that bullshit. Right. Dude, tell me why the guy that was like kind of. So for, for to make it clear, you are actually going door to door. I am going on that most grassroots shit, homie. I'm literally canvassing, in a sense, for fucking leads. Leads for solar. Uh, potential wow. solar installations. It's like Glenn, and shit. Gary, Glenn Ross over here. Death of a salesman, dude. Honestly, yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> go, go Dustin ahead. Hoffman. Um, and uh, we get to one house, right? In particular, uh-huh. older lady gets the door. There's a tiny grandchild of like I don't know, four or five years, give or take. Okay. Um, she's like, oh, you know what? We're not interested. And then she asks like her husband, like uh, the gr- the grandpa uh, right there. She's okay. like, oh. And he's like, do we want it? He's like, no, or whatever. And then, Ooh. and then he, there's a package outside that got delivered earlier. Okay. So he comes out, and then like my guy is still trying to like, you know, kind of push the push the the fucking bit. And he's like, well, you know, like, well, we do have an opening for this Friday, you know. And then, and he's like, she said, no. Why don't you fucking get? Why don't you get off my fucking my fucking property before I call the cops on you? Oh shit! You got one of those, bro. Dude, and it was wild because as soon as we got off of there, the three of us. Um, so you're rolling in a pack of three. Well, normally you only shadow one person, but because we were doing Being like a training, little, yeah, yeah, group yeah. training sesh. Yeah, just for that day. Got it. Um, okay. And so I'm like, does this kind of happen often to you guys? They're like, no, this is the first time that's ever happened. One guy's been working I love it how it's your first day and there's an anomaly Bro, already. Of course. I am, I am Murphy's Law, dude. You do bring that. If there's going to be a weird one, you bring that energy. I know. That's what, that's what I kind of liked about it. I'm like, <laughs> I like the fact that I got probably one of the toughest situations thrown at me. Not in me specifically, but like that situation, like us. And uh, hopefully none kind of arise like that again. I remember selling cars. Oh, God. I sold cars. This is the only experience, really high-pressured sales, oh, pressured sales that I had. I was not good at it. Immediately, you'd no, think no. I would, because I would just I bullshit Were so they much. Used cars or new cars? New, what, luxury cars. What? What? Are I don't want to reveal the brand. Oh my god, Drew! No, they were Infinities. Okay. Oh god. A tough one. That's yeah. already one of the toughest because, as far as luxury brands go, not the most coveted. You're polishing a, a Nissan of a turd. It more, it's more people who think they can squeak into a luxury vehicle. That probably shouldn't squeak into people that walk on to say, for instance, a BMW lot. I would hardly call call an Infinity a luxury vehicle, but that being said, <laughs> let's not argue semantics. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but I remember, um, they were like, "All right, all you got to do is know the car and like answer the questions and like pretty much the sales, the sale." Right. But I really found that like most of the clientele, the people that were actively interested in buying the vehicles genuinely interested yeah most of them should not buy the vehicle because you'd run what i didn't realize is that like you shouldn't be honest uh and i had a couple of friends there working with me and they were like no you're doing this wrong (laughs) because i would be like here's the thing guys you probably shouldn't do this because like (laughs) yeah i didn't i didn't feel like i never but the thing is they would push past that they'd be like no we'll find a way to bury the 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 sort of reality to these people mm-hmm. that they maybe want to go and get a Ford or like an entry level like Toyota. An actual Nissan, not an Infinity. Right. Yeah. And instead they're like, no, I want this because I feel like I can like a lot of people it. just like just out it's just too they were and they're willing to like pay crazy lumps of money for a month because they know they're they they do not belong. The amount of returns was shocking. 
people returning it. No way. It has to be before 30 and, days. And this it? place was criminal, huh? It has to be before the 30 days or something. But they would even try to be like, nah, with people like that. They just didn't want a car to come Whoa. back. Because if a car comes back, you lose your commission, right? I think that's the way it works. They Would, would they, like... So, I, like, you'd get the commission in one check. Did you ever have a situation where they took, a, like, after... I don't think I check? got commission one time. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, well, I guess you, you can't answer my question because you never got commission. But I was going to say, like... I think if, I got it once. Yeah. If you got, like, the commission once, and, like, in a single, like, an A paycheck, and then, like, within the span of the next paycheck, the, the person returns the car... Does, do you now have like a negative? You owe these people now money because that's a great question. I'm not sure, but I think it is. They do. That I at think Best it Buy, is. Apparently, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think if they do, that's why. Like, I know that there were two or three sales guys that would like not return the call. The the people that wanted to come. I I can't afford this, or I made a big mistake. Like, I didn't think about this. Why did I buy the red fucking? You know. Jesus and Christ. well, there was the sale. They didn't realize they were getting roped in. Like some of the salesmen there, they would fucking sell a pork chop on a kosher wedding. Yeah. They were just nasty with it. And they'd make a person drive off in a fucking like, you know, lime green fucking garbage version yeah. of the car. And they would be like, wait a minute. They would suddenly realize that they got kind of directed or whatever. Yeah. And um, a lot of the other sales were like add ons and shit that were like clearly bs mm -hmm. like undercoats and stuff like that yeah. and we were pu supposed to push those too it was just like a mess of like stuff that here's the thing about sales is that like clearly you have to make it profitable for yourself mm -hmm. so you have to find a way to find a commission in it yeah because the minimums weren't enough for these guys and so they just got crafty about burying honesty and i think that was hard for me to do as a person that seems like like i would want to help you out yeah um, but I did. I just would like, I'd be like, you're a family of four. This is a bad idea. It's a coop. What are you doing? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Fuck, yeah. Just all of, all of those things where you were like, I know this is a bad decision. <laughs> um, well, you know what? They probably appreciated you. Down I love that the manager of the place sat me down, like I think two months in and was like, this is not for you. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. They were like, we love you here. We would have you here all year round. <laughs> you, but this is not for you. If their position was a jokester. <laughs> I think, yeah, just like good time guy, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so, and I'd be fun in the break room Comedic and kick really ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, everybody was like, you going for drinks after this? Let's go! You know, but like in terms of being on that lot. Right. And I could, they could barely keep me on the fucking lot. And I kept borrowing cars. I was just a piece of shit. What the fuck borrowing cars? What yeah, do you mean? I don't know. Let's borrow not cars talk about cars. Oh, da 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 Let's just say I took a lot of test drives. Um, <laughs> Overnight test drives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. LAX is back. But um, <laughs> uh, needless to say, uh, that was a fun time. Even with the fact that I just couldn't do the job. There's just certain jobs that I took trying to bank on... on Oh, sure, whatever, man. Bare yeah. minimum, let's get by or whatever, you know. Well, see, that's like the only thing like I have kind of indifferent. Like I would never really want to do a it's sales your first job. First day, and you got a lead, my man. Good for you. Yeah, I got a lead. Yeah, I did it. But at the same time, I feel like this should kind of, you know, it it sells itself sure to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Like you can you can yeah. try to. Well, here, this is the region of the country where it sells itself. Oh, I think it's everywhere. Itself everywhere right now, bro. You go to maybe. Well, with the climate, right? Problem. It's getting hotter and hotter. Don't you want that? fucking sun rays to turn into electricity so you don't fucking owe money to the I would love company. a solar electric car. Yeah, I'm sure that's possible. It is. Right. There's I think there's a version of the Tesla with solar on the top. Oh, shut the fuck up. Swear to god. That's wild. Yeah, it's cool. 
Mm, but careful with those uh, Tesla battery packs that you install, like to for your for your pl- for your fucking electric cars and everything, because those blow the fuck up. Cause well, there's lithium lithium ion in there. Oh wow, techie. Yeah, um, but I do. I remember there were guys installing, um, onto ski racks panels for oh, older cars. Yeah, like Priuses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, no joke. Whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. Um kind of making their own rig outs so that they could charge their car. It's That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That is cool. Especially if you live in the desert, dude. I, I would be itching for one of them bitches if I was in Arizona. I mean, that's like nothing but sunlight. That's so funny you say that. We just opened an office in Phoenix, actually, guys. There you uh, go. So. Get your solar in Phoenix. <laughs> Sun-powered. Shouts out Sun-powered. Sponsor- hey, make them sponsor us, will you? Yeah. Um, Hyperion Solar Energy uh, partnered with uh, SunPower, guys. Like when you were like, <laughs> shout out to Optics World. <laughs> oh, that was a bit, that was just a shout out to homegirl Katrina. Yeah. She, she cute, you know? So I was just a shout out to homegirl right there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No. She, cause so she's got- an optometrist. He got yelled away. Yeah. Get the this fuck out of here. Hot off the heels of getting heckled and Ugh. and then people walking out on you. I love how you're just leaning in here. I have to. It's beautiful. I have to. Well, let's end it on that lovely note of people slamming doors in people's faces. We don't do that here. We have a welcoming. Not interesting. This is an open door policy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is the Drew Stories. Exactly. Ooh, kinky. Uh, Thanks so much for joining me, Adolfo. Thank you. Uh, It's been episode 68. Uh, Take care of yourselves out there. I know people are weird and everybody's angry. Um, Got anything to say Uh, on your way out? Anything. I don't even want any words of inspiration. I just want you to give anything up that comes into your brain. Okay. It's a wild one. Nice. That's it. That was great, man. You kind of. you brought us back. Cat Stevens. That's right. Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens. All right. Um, guys, it's better late than never. I'll say that. So maybe if you catch this one, hey, be nice. Throw yeah. a like in there. Uh, if you don't, we don't care. So thank you so much. Bye.